Okay, so welcome to Fireside Chats, where the mystical meets the practical. And tonight we're coming to you live from Holland, Michigan, as the sun is setting and we're at a beautiful horse ranch and we've been glamping it up for a, about a week and uh, perfect timing for the theme of affluence. So it might not be what you have always thought it was. It's not always about the money. <laughs> but before we start, we would like to hear from you guys. What, what brought you here? What makes you curious about affluence? Anything in particular? I just love the word. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. I think, did we talk about that the last um, fireside chat? Did I think we, that's or, how or, this theme came about. Yeah, the affluence, yeah, the, the, the fluent, the fluency of the flow and the water and the movement of it all. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyone else? What tickles you about affluence? I guess I'm wondering what I'm missing. I I think I have, there's lots. The cherry picking invitation in my inbox, and the, I don't know. There's a good amount, but like, where's there's some other different kinds that I don't know about. Mm, that's that. That's actually yeah. I like that. That's cool. Uh huh. Very nice. Uh, one person wrote in and they were saying that they wanted to embody affluence. I thought that was pretty cool too, is just to be that in their body. So that's just an invitation to all of us is how, how do you embody affluence and what is that? And we'll be talking a little bit more about what it is and um, yeah, definitely including your body in it mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the inspiration that really brought this word, this theme home to us, fireworks, affluent fireworks, <laughs> do you hear? Yeah. So, so the, the dynamic that really brought this subject theme word home to us is that we just in the last little bit saw a lot of people saying, hey, I don't have the money or I'm lacking money and I can't. Like that whole, I don't have and therefore I cannot. And then several people offering money classes and all that. Not that that is a bad story. No worries. Um, but it's just, it's affluence and wealth is often so honed into just just having money. And, and just and money money and having right mm -hmm. so this is our inspiration to really lift the wealth of this planet beyond having and consuming mm -hmm. um and sorry yeah yeah just perceive that energy of nature I mean, we are have been in the last week here in nature tickled by the sun and by lots of different beings, pokey ones and just fun ones. <laughs> and just seeing how nature constantly gives birth to herself and, and also takes life. There is a constant flow of affluence, 
no lack as such, even though sometimes it could appear as a lack or as an overabundance. But in the picture of the whole, there is, there is never really a lack. And when you go into separation and you only see the desert or you saw, see the swampy fields here that can't be plowed because the tractors are sinking in, then you, you kind of forget that we are living in a very, very affluent environment. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and affluence is really, it's getting that you're a part of the bigger picture. So when you, whenever you're cut off or separated, like, and we'll take money, like, oh, I don't have the money. Well, it's about, can you em embody the money and embody the affluence? There really is no separation. And it's about, about being in the flow of it, whether you have in your bank account lots or little, and where else, like Tanya, you mentioned, like where else is the flow? Where else, um, maybe there's an abundance or an affluency in time and um, your treasure and what you can gift to people, like your talents and abilities, that's an affluence. And so there's, it's all about this flow and about being in communion. It really is, affluence is a part of, is, is what communion really is. Mm -hmm. So perceive an area in your life where you don't feel affluent. Do you all have one? Yeah, an area in your life where you don't feel the affluence or the flow. Maybe there's a stuckness. Could be money, could be health, could be anything. Yeah, with the body as well. They're all affluent. So when you perceive that area, if there is any, just check in of how much you have gone into contraction and separation in that area where you think you have to do it all yourself. And you even have the feeling nobody really contributes to you. Nobody really is connected with you in that area. It's like it has to come from within you for it to flow. You have to make it happen. Okay. So do you have a sense for that? Yes. Yeah. And then start opening up and just be in a space. For me, it's very much in nature where you can perceive the flow the abundance, the, yeah, the affluence, the constant flow of living and life. And just allow that area where you go, oh, I'm just like a little raisin, very small space, and I don't really have, so I can't share. <laughs> and just allow that to just be quenched by the affluence that you can perceive in other areas, like in nature or Maybe you have affluence with your friends or an affluence of ideas or you are just so talented and your, your talents flow really, really well and ideas just come to you with great, great ease. So there's an area of affluence and then you allow that to just flow into that area where you have turned yourself into a little bit of a raisin. <laughs> okay. 
and allow that to just quench and just allow it to just like a dry field with the first gentle rain and just allow it to just relax and be nurtured by that flow of affluence. Yeah. Can you perceive that allowing a flow into an area where it is um, rather dry? We have to look down here because the computer's a bit lower down today. I mean, it, it reminds me of um, like transferable skills in, in work. Like if you have a skill in a particular area, is it transferable and relatable to another area of your life? Mm. So where where are you just uh, you know compartmentalizing your life and cutting off from that affluence when you could be allowing it because you do so well in one particular area, allow that to permeate another. I find that really helpful where you talked about where you bring that into other areas because yeah, like Sabina, I love nature. I love being outside and connecting with the trees and all of that. And I realized I keep my work and my business. And June, I love that you said compartmentalize because that's what I do. This area belongs here, that area belongs there. And what's that expression? The twain don't meet. Right. Yeah. Why can't they? And and do you hear the word in compartmentalize? It's mentalize. That's oh, another. Well, that's total me tri head tripper, right? So yeah, I mean that's another whole thing about when you're cut off from the affluence. It's often from your mind, like all the different thoughts that you have about about whatever it is that mm -hmm. keep rolling around, and then you get your emotions involved, and then it becomes this real thing. I even have like the areas where I have decided I'm good at creating affluence as in money affluence and then the areas where I don't. So yeah, this is great. So and, and perceive how affluence ceases to exist in any area when you go into separation, then it becomes work and struggle. Like, I mean, I love that example of um, money we um, we have a friend who used to make a ton more money than we did, but they came always over to borrow money from us <laughs> because they were living in that separation and it's like this little box of money didn't really flow into their life. So the money was just always running out and we didn't make that money, that much money at the time, but we always had money. We could even lend some to her. Right. And it's, as soon as you go into the separation and we with the changes that have happened with us in the last year, we often catch ourselves going into the separation of making us the sole source of the affluence, the flow of wealth and resources in our life. And when we do it, it is not fun at all. No. Right. It doesn't create <laughs> something like this. And that also is a great example. Could we at the moment afford a place like this? Probably not financially, but then we have the invitation to come to a place like that and we still have access mm -hmm. to it, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of people think that they are in the affluent lifestyle if they have everything that if, they have considered is affluent. If, if they own it. Right. It doesn't count if it's in in nature or you, you know, you get invited to a friend's house for dinner. Like those things don't count. 
Um, so that's again the mind coming in saying, well, I didn't create that, so therefore it doesn't it doesn't count. But I don't have that, I don't own it. But the being in affluence and be living in communion, there is no separation, there is no owning, and this is mine, this is yours, this is um, this is all of us. And, and that is a difficult concept for the mind because the mind likes to say mine, mm -hmm. right? Which sometimes is an energy that is absolutely required. If you are, um, I don't have a good example, but that really owning something and yeah, tending something and really claiming it is important, but a mine and you can't have anything carries an exclusivity. Can you perceive or that? Like a, like a hoarding or a holding on to. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, and, and look at the people who have, have materially wise a lot or a little and perceive yourself, how much do you do that separation? And and for a lot of people, it's you. If you're not making a huge income at the moment, then you even tighten yourself up and say, "Well, I can't give to charity. I can't give anything to this person." But there's always something to give. And I, I have some people in my life that, you know, like my mom and some different people in my life that they're always they make somebody a meal or they they have they give of a gift of themselves whatever they have, even if it's a little bit, and then it becomes a lot. It's, and it's that affluence and that the scarcity and the lack is like that, that separation and that small mentality that just stops the flow of affluence. And we're not saying go out and cook for people <laughs> by any means. <laughs> it is more that inviting that energy to flow more because when you make space for water to flow, it will. And the river becomes wider. And the same thing is for life. When you open up for that flow, it does become wider. It might not become wider in the way that you, your mind has decided it should, but it definitely flows more in terms of just life energy. And that expresses itself in your life automatically, right? It's as simple as dropping a ball. That's just, it does happen. The trick is that our mind has decided how it needs to look like. And we have decided some things are lack and some things are abundance, right? And we're avoiding the lack and we're striving for the abundance, abundance instead of thriving, thriving with everything that is here. And, and to have like to have the abundance and to have the affluence, there's there's always this ebb and the flow. Sometimes there's a seeming lack. And there's a, a destruction of, of things and a death of things that shifts into um, being able to have and experience something different, mm -hmm. right? So there's that 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 death energy or the not having or that um, apparent lack that also is part of this ebb and flow of life. Cool. That's part of the affluence, whereas abundance is like abundance and lack. Yes. Separate. Yes. So if you have, so if you have an area that, that you feel lack of, of that affluence, then you could just kind of like 
um, in addition to allowing or instead of maybe allowing, can you just kind of like pull in that energy from nature then? Kind of just ask it to, to come into that area that you seem to be lacking at with, or is it, or is it really just an allowance? Um, <laughs> phone call. Someone else wants to come and play. Um, could you? Well, yeah, but I'm asking. I guess I'm asking. Is it more of an allowance, or is it kind of a asking and or pulling the energy from one area to another, or? Or just so, ask, allowing it. So perceive the energy of pulling and perceive the energy of just really tapping into the affluence, the constant flow of life and living. Yeah, I like the, I like just the, I don't like the pulling. The pulling seems, well, first of all, it's warmth. <laughs> it's not, that's, that in, in itself is not the flow. So yeah, I just kind of like the allowance. I, I like that idea. I'm just, and, oh, and, you're, and it's, like the being, the being of it. And again, if, if you have to pull anything from anywhere to you, then it, it's you're reiterating that you don't have it because it's out there and it's not in you and with you. And this is what we're saying. Affluence is, is it is you. You are the trees and the abundance and the flow. Your body has a flow, right? And it, <laughs> yay, there's a <laughs> game going on. Um, so we're, we're a part of all of this, like the game and all of it. It's, it's, it's everything. So like pulling it toward you is, is effort. And it's also saying you, you don't have it. And okay. So, right. So you're just acknowledging that you really have it and allowing it to be there. Like, you be, like you're being it. You can, you are being it and you might not, this is where it gets tricky. Like you might not have that money in your account and your mind goes, oh, there's not that money in the account. So how can I have it when I don't have it? So that's the mind's logic. But when you, it's again, it's lowering the barriers and opening to receive and to be all of it, which is kind of a spiritual <laughs> and, and awakening. This, this is a little bit from the point from before. I mean, there's so many points right now. So first of all, when you pull and you have the sense that you pull from somewhere, so it's I take it from here to put it here, that's again the lack. And that's almost impossible in the affluence of life. Because when you pull something here, like when you scoop water, right? Is the is there a hole in the pond or just just more water flow in? That's a great metaphor for it. And you can just like swoosh the water to you, you can swoosh the water in your face to wash you, but does it create a lack of water from where you come it, uh, where you bring it in the affluence? Unlikely. And if there, and this is, this is the other point, it is not, the tricky part is that it's not ruled by the mind, okay? So we are in this big ocean of creation. And some things are more likely, others are less likely, right? Possibilities are, some possibilities are more likely, others less likely. So, um, for example, for me to be in this body, in this lifetime, landing on the moon is a less likely possibility, okay? 
but for me to sleep really well tonight with the sounds of frogs in the background and the water in the pond and, and the fireworks, fireworks is more likely than me being on the moon, okay? So a lot of times people desire what they have decided is right for them. And it is like they desire and consider being on the moon as being affluent or what they really want. They desire what they don't have or what they think they don't have. And like what they've decided there. is wealth. What they should have. Right? So with this whole, I have decided this is how much I need in my bank account. And um, this is what I want to have as a lifestyle. And if I don't have it, I failed. Is one of the main creations of lack. Does that make sense, Sharon? Yes, that definitely makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I get it. it I, yeah, it just popped in the head about just pulling it, but I really like the idea of the flow and just the allowance and just the to just acknowledging that it, I be it and it is already here. So I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like I like the idea that there is no separation. So thank exactly. You. And some of the things that you that are more from your mind that your mind has decided is right and all your programming, it might not be already here right? Is it a possibility? Yes, absolutely, because we have infinite possibilities. But the awareness of what is more likely and less likely is very crucial here. Mm -hmm. And then the willingness to do what it takes to actually get there. Yeah, like we talked about like, oh, we have made the capacity or the ability to be able to change something in our body. But is it more likely or less likely? Right. So so there's there's some some energy that we we need to be first before we can um, be that energy that shifts and changes that mm -hmm. thing in our body. So it's it's a it's a potential and more likely, less likely. Mm -hmm. One other thing that I'm very aware in. Good. There we go. Yes. <laughs> the internet is rather sketchy. So, so what you the, said the, you were the, what you're really aware of. Yeah. What in in pre preparing for this um, playful to fireside chat, um, how much the affluence is also lives within an intensity of being alive. Like affluence brings often like this orgasmic quality where the skin tingles and your whole body turns on. And that might not always be comfortable for a lot of people. And sometimes it also comes with this sensation of pain. And we are avoiding those peaks so dynamically. We're really trying to um, avoid the intensity of living. living, right? And thus we kind of cut out the really beautiful dance and we dance here comes the raisin again instead of going do you get that sense and tanya when you said um you're looking for other areas it's like how much more dynamic can you create your dance without necessarily having an area but really turning it into the full expression of you that is orgasmic. 
and that can change and grow every day. And it's also like that dancing on the edge where it mm -hmm. is uncomfortable, painful. And like, I know like myself, I avoid it. And I know we've just been aware of that. I know you pointed it out in something that I was being like, oh, I just want to avoid that because I want my comfort more than I wanted um, the change of that. So if, when I went into it, it was totally fun. And I've been doing that more and more. And I get into a rut of my comfort zone. And when I get out of it and be willing to just see where the flow takes me, it's it's so much more fun. And, and, and I know that's who I really am. <laughs> so um, an invitation for all of you who are... Um, playing with that and going for the comfort and then wondering why your life is so dull and why you don't have money and why you don't have this and why you don't have that. Go for the intensity, go for the, um, that uncomfortable edge because that, that is where the gold is for sure. The intensity of living, that's important, mm -hmm. right? And that includes also the death and that can be equally beautifully intense. I mean, don't like... <laughs> It's, it's that flow. Well, it's no, that and it's the, for me, it's the death of, of thoughts and thought patterns and habits. I mean, that shit needs to die as, mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned. It's just like kill that stuff and go into the other. Mm -hmm. that, there's, that's where death comes in. And that's the other element that we're playing with in the last months really is, or more than that, is really the energy of being a sovereign being in your life having really looked at and let go of all the programming that we came with to be able to dance in that and not being afraid of different. Because when you come with, this is what's right for me and this is how it is, and that certainty, you basically kill the magic that is possible. And you live the very limited life within, you might be very free and can do a lot of things and if that works for you brilliant but if you experience that lack and it's not what you choose i invite you to go beyond that wherever you have decided this is right this is how it is i got this right go beyond it and just flow start flowing and expanding and invite from those areas where you can feel that orgasmic affluence that life energy that orgone energy flowing and bring it into that area and your mind does not have to figure out how it works because the mind immediately jumps to hmm i wonder how i can make this happen that is an awareness that comes to you and then you do need to get your sweet little tush up and get going because that's part of the fun that's part of the package you paid a lot of money for this adventure game so you don't want to leave that part out okay does that kind of sh shine a bit of a light that's helpful for you? I see nodding heads. Any uh, questions or insights? Well, I was just going to comment about um, what I was going through yesterday. My back went into full spasm. I realized that like at about, I don't know, four o'clock in the morning that I couldn't sleep anymore. But they came to be at the point where I had to be able to try to get out of bed. <laughs> Right. So I was like trying to be with it, but then I really had to just push it aside because I had to use the washroom. I had to get out of bed somehow. And that took an hour, I think, to be able to try to get out of bed. But um, 
So I kind of played with it a little bit, but then I had to, okay, I have a one o'clock seminar that I need to make. <laughs> so it was like the timing of it, I was kind of curious about as well. Mm -hmm. Say more, the timing of? Well, it was more that I couldn't necessarily stay being with it mm -hmm. because I had to make these other okay life yeah. expectations <laughs> and and see this is this is what i love about life because like when my back is out i want to stay just a little bit longer in bed with it to just help it ease and all that but sometimes i have something scheduled right yeah so life kind of going come on there you go mm -hmm. yeah. right and how was that for you how what happened when well, you I went through the whole part of trying to, you know, just be curious. What is this trying to tell me? And what are this, what possibilities are opening up perhaps at this point? Um, but then I went into, okay, now I have to figure out how I'm going to get out of bed. So it was like kind of going from one end to the other. And also sometimes that's, that's something we talked about as well. Affluence can be also experienced in the not, right? To cancel something. And that Juna talked about the epic fail in the um, yeah, in the write-up. In the write-up. We've had many. <laughs> <laughs> and we have both of us in our lives have left jobs that were well paying. We have left careers that were about to take off we started things that were just about to take off when we said okay time for something different and that and it was someone else's job to continue them and they're going strong to this day like so we were there to start it and then leave and then have it continue and it does and that in itself is affluence as well but in the eyes of this reality it's an epic fail right do you get, do you get that energy so Maybe sometimes it's time to say, I'm going to stay in bed because that is what feels right as well. And I know one day that you have a good sense for that as well, but I'm just saying that for others who don't necessarily have that. You guys still hear us? Yeah. Internet. I'm going to read this. I, that's why I have this open. It's just, it's timely now. Someone wrote um, and they said, when I relax into the flow, I stop creating affluence like it creates a smaller and more comfortable life. So they find this person says, yeah, when I relax into the flow, I get I get comfortable and then I create a smaller life. So I thought that was that was interesting. Um that was me. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Um So so is that actually true that you create a smaller life and Kim, as you outed yourself? Um, I guess what I'm saying maybe is financially, like I was really going hard at my business more so than the last probably eight years. The last couple of years, I was in a very, for lack of a better word, expensive and high-end business mastermind. And I was, I created a lot more in my business than what I ever had before. And then this year it kind of carried over, but then the last few months, I just was like, I was having more fun, like just more playtime and more fun and focusing on the career and not as hard on the business. And so that's what I got is that I felt like I was in the flow of having fun, 
but I have less, I have less, just the last couple of months, I have less business income coming in. So is it actually a smaller life? Is that actually true? Or is your mind saying that it is a smaller Financially. Okay. Financially in my business, in my business is part of my life. True. And see, this is, this is where, where, what we talked about in the beginning, the separation, right? That, um, when you go into that separation, it's hard mm -hmm. to, to be in that flow of affluence because affluence does not contain separation as in making things unaccessible. Does that make right. sense? Right, and I definitely separate my business from my career. Mm -hmm. And from your life? Mm, no, I don't get, well, hmm, that's a good question. I was going to say my brain says no, but that I don't like to me, my business and my career are my life. Not, they're not my whole life. Huh? There is actually something really interesting that, thank you for that. So do you have, do you wear different hats in your career and your business and your fun life? Oh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do, do you not let those different aspects of you play with each other? Hello? Are we still Are there? You there? Oh, they're still there. Okay. Yeah. You guys went away. Oh, did we? Okay. There's certain, there's certain aspects, I guess, of my, I don't know what I would say, my personality that so fun when you're frozen. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Do certain aspects of your personality. Oh man. Uh, yeah, certain aspects of my personality run through everything. Right. Like who I be. I bring that into people I deal with in my day career and in my business. But definitely there's some aspects I don't are different for each. So just perceive the different aspects, the different roles that you're playing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm making it a lot of work. Right. And how would it be if you put them all on a round table with each other and oh, then play yeah. with each other? Wow. Mm -hmm. How would that be? That would be very interesting. It'd be very funny. It feels, isn't that funny? It feels messy. That's the, that's the intensity of living and going out of the comfort zone. Oh, and that. Like, ah, that. It's out of control. <laughs> that control thing. I love your face, Sabina. <laughs> <laughs> and look, go into the forest. I mean, when we walk right out there, there's a mess. Yes. It's not tidy, but... In that mess, there is no life coming. That's hard for a control freak. No, okay, I'll let that go. I mean, it's, it's hard, hard for the, the control freak of control. your mind. Yes, because I am a control freak. But it's, no, are you or is your mind? See, this is, you are more than your mind and the mind wants control at all times. Yes. So, and this is, this is, you know, where we separate, we separate the mind and the, from the body and 
So when we go into the body, this is my um, invitation to all of you is to go into the body and perceive the affluence of the body and the flow and the movement and let that inform you and like listen to the body's response as you move through things as if you want to buy something if you want to do something what does your body say do you have the energy for that particular activity that's the that's the affluence like energy is one of these resources we we think about money all the time when we talk about affluence but there's your energy and Mm -hmm. energy all around and how do we like be with the energy and the this is why we have the body the body is this energetic sensing um being that that perceives all of this and we often discount it and when we're into the control that's the mind it's not you right so just okay so how what does what does your body say about this mm-hmm. great question and and that's that's what we avoid because ooh, then it gets messy right and then it and gets uncontrollable for the mind or that you can't explain it to someone like we often feel like we have to you know give a reason or justify something our choices to for someone else where our body just wants what it wants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it has this natural response like i want this i don't like that mm-hmm. and that's particularly in situations like what wanda was saying when you're in pain right then it's like to stay in that flow can be very challenging and yet most empowering. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. And like when your business or your finances go into a desert phase, that's equally affluent as when it's like a, a spring phase when it grows and overflows or it can be let's put it that way uh i think part of that got cut off can you say that again you keep freezing so when let me just turn my video off for a moment so when your business or your bank account goes into a seeming lack like a desert time it can be equally as abundant as when it is springtime and overflowing, there can be this aliveness in this stillness phase. And when you don't lock yourself into, oh my God, my business is not making any money, but keep on asking questions and inviting that flow in, however it looks, Mm -hmm. it will change again. Did that come through? Yes, thank you. So this whole you know, the, the fallow time, the, um, the dormant time can be a really rich time. And we might need a huge space, especially if we've made a big change in our lives or what it, for whatever, there's no reason, right? Our mind wants to come up with a reason. My mind just wanted to come up with a reason. Um, but that's, this is what we're saying. It's part of the flow. This is communion with all things this is affluence it's the ebb and the flow it's the it's the wave sometimes it's the stillness sometimes it's the busy 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 and there's nothing that's better there's nothing that's wrong or worse than the other and sometimes is that it's required to be totally in control like you don't want to have the fungus growing or the mushrooms growing in your kitchen 
right? In the forest, it's great, but you don't want to have the, your kitchen covered in mold. So in that scenario, it's appropriate that you're in control and you keep it clean and controlled. Mm -hmm. There's an, another um, something that came through my newsfeed today is just about awareness and action. So that's also a part of affluence. So when do I need to take action on something? When do I need to be aware of something? Right? So there's this, this beautiful a dance of you can be aware that something needs to change or whatever. You can have awareness. But if you only have awareness and no action, it's pretty still, which is okay. But there's this dance of the awareness that you have and the action that you take. So these are these are the, the energies that you can be working with, playing with. And we need we need both. We need all of it. Mm -hmm. And it's also within that, it is really where are you putting your attention? Right? Some mm -hmm. people like the attention to the not, to the lack, because they keep putting it in that direction. And other people like that attention to, okay, there is a, a, um, a flow and affluence. And I kind of see that we all have natural tendencies to go in different directions in how we see life and to honor that, but to at all times really open up to seeing the bright side of life. But I mean, it's like the, the cup is half full or half empty. It's, you know, you might come into the world one way or the other. And what what else is possible? How can you um, how can you open to something different or more? I mean, I'm aware that I'm I'm just naturally somebody who sees possibilities. And I know that not everybody is built that way. So it is important that you don't try to make yourself something that you're not because that wouldn't honor your affluence. There is an affluence in your own way and nobody can tell you what that is. Mm -hmm. So if you have decided that you need to always see the bright side of life, then, and that's not your MO, you might be the a poet that needs to be more in the dark side and the, the things falling I was, apart. I was thinking like there's, and there's the people that always find the hair in the soup. Like there's like, like that, or the, you know, what, what could go wrong? Right. And those, that's, can be necessary. And that can be, that's, that's also another energy in the world that, that we need. So nothing is better or worse than the other. It is, it's about who you're being and being true to you. So here's your home play. Find in your life where you have tried to be this affluent being in a way that does not actually honor you and find those areas what do you naturally do right if you're somebody who always finds the hair in the soup and sees what could go wrong find the affluence in that go go into it don't try to change it but go into it and explore it because within that there is an affluence within the pain Wanda there is that affluence and I know you're really working with that which is phenomenal uh, yeah. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> and there's an incredible richness in the experience that 
we only live to a small percentage. And the, ama the amazingness is that once you start going in that direction, somehow all of life starts playing with you and contributing to you in the most interesting ways, I think. Can you hear us? Yep. Yeah. Perfect. So did we miss the point? Do you, are you bored by this? Or does this actually <laughs> contribute to you and give you something to ponder what's happening with that? It reminded me of uh, something that happened for me just last week. And I was sitting with the question and really struggling. How, how am I going to be with some information? And just letting it be, as a sudden, there was the quote-unquote answer. Mm -hmm. To be aware of it and not judge it. Like the people that I had had a conversation about it, they were coming from judgment mm -hmm. of it being right and wrong and this, that, and the other. And, I, you know, just to get that awareness and be, allow myself to be in the flow. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. That's, that's cool. Just being in the flow with your awareness. And see, you can see how judgment stops. It's a stopping energy, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, thank you. Hey, now we see you. Hey, now, now we see you. <laughs> cool. Anybody else? Cool. So well, yeah, just keep keep on um, being in the flow. Allow allow the energy of everything to contribute to you, especially if you're like in pain or you're tired. Um, just really open up to receive more energy and the affluence of the energy available um, on this beautiful planet. And, and play with the affluence and your body. Like your body is a big part of that affluence, not your mind, your body is like, hmm, allow that life energy to flow through you and with you. And be surprised how it ripples out into other areas of your life when you actually allow it in your embodiment. Mm -hmm. And that's not just your physical body, but your whole being can ooze that orgasmic orgone energy, life energy, like whatever a, you want to call all it. Of, like the energy bodies of that's mm -hmm. all around you, like the, all of the different auras and, and energy layers too. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Thank well. you. Enjoy this beautiful <laughs> night. At least it's your afternoon or wherever you are. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Happy affluencing. <laughs> <laughs> and being affluenced.